Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. Discord is a communication software that lets users chat in real time via text, audio, or video. The interface is similar to the corporate software Slack. Gamers have been using Discord since 2015, and recently it's been growing in the music industry as well. Janelle Borg is a musician and freelance writer from the UK. She recently wrote an article titled, Here's Why Musicians Should Create a Discord Server for Their Fans. During the pandemic, a lot of musicians started using it to reach their fans in a different way because, you know, the live and the touring industry, they are still kind of, you know, recovering. So a lot of people have actually found a way to connect with new fans and old fans through Discord, which I find is quite interesting. Borg has been exploring how artists can take advantage of virtual spaces to grow their audiences and distribute music. Basically, Discord took all the best elements of group chats and amplified them. These online communities have served as virtual spaces for people with a similar mindset to actually, you know, share what they missed about live shows, for example, and get to know other people in the same way that they would have at a live show. In addition to providing community for music lovers, Discord is also changing the way musicians conduct business. A lot of musicians and even visual artists have been using the Discord, for example, to sell tickets directly, to sell merch directly, and even NFTs. Artists can be business savvy, especially the younger generation of artists. And in reality, the label needs the artist more than the artist needs the label sometimes nowadays, especially if the artist has gone through the whole you know, process of building a platform already. I think Discord is democratizing the industry and making the big wigs realize that, hey, artists finally do have power after all, and that creatives can come up with different ways of making money rather than going down the traditional route. One of those bands is the indie rock group Good Kid from Toronto. The members of the band started Discord server as a way of the five of them to communicate about logistics. Then, when they needed help planning a tour in the U.S., they opened up the server to their street team. Now the server has nearly a 1,000 members from across the world. KEXP's Roddy Nickpour spoke with the band members Nick Frost, Michael Kozakov, and Jacob Safatinos about why they chose Discord as the platform to engage with fans. I think the motivation for us, honestly, for Discord was more around cost savings. You know, it has other limitations in terms of like file size and, and stuff like that on the free tier. But for us, it was more just like we needed a chat app that met our needs that also was free the internet really sucks these days like the internet's really it's all like it's all just bad and (laughs) discord is really like early chat rooms of the 90s where like a small number of people based on some niche interest find each other and then just build a community it's not about generating like your own success or fame it's not about like harvesting clicks it's not about ad content it's not about like trying to make a business out of it. Like it's just a community of like-minded people. So I would like to know a little bit, because I've gone into your Discord, um, but I'd like for you guys to explain a little bit like uh, about the interface and like how you're using it on a basis. So is this like an AMA like session? Is this like, do you do live performances on Discord or is it still pretty much around organizing 
logistics for the band? So we've done like live Q and A's. We have channels where we just answer questions. We've done live like like streams of us playing music. We've done just little hangout sessions. We've done listening parties. We've done like games. During the pandemic, we were relying on Discord as kind of an alternative to a community in the mm-hmm. way that we, when you play shows, you kind of see recurring faces, you meet people, um, you have these interactions. So we didn't have shows for two years. And um, Discord kind of became our uh, alternative to that. So we would just try to get to know the people in there. Do you feel that the audience on Discord is different from audiences who you have on other social media platforms or even the audiences who attend your in-person concerts? Well, we've only played one in-person concert in the past two years, so I, I'm not sure we know who attends our Actually, a lot of a lot of people from Discord <laughs> came. Like there were people who showed up and they were like, hey, I'm yeah. from the, I'm this, yeah, this yeah. is my username from Discord. So that was really cool to see. From my personal experience, I think there's, there's definitely overlap, but there are people who are on the Discord who don't have any social media and they've like said that they'll be like, oh, I don't have Twitter. I don't have Instagram. I only follow you guys like through Discord and, and whatever. And then there's obviously people who engage with everything that we do and they're following us across, across everything. Um, so I, I would say it's, it's a bit of a mix. It's, I don't, I don't know if it's separate or if it kind of just is like, you know, it also depends on the on the different social media accounts. I think the Twitter audience is a little bit different from our Instagram audience. And I think the Instagram people might not even know what Discord is, whereas uh, a lot of the Twitter followers are kind of more gaming uh, people and they, they are familiar with, uh, with Discord. Yeah, that makes sense. One thing that's in the Discord, when people join, they can post like a little introduction. And those are always really fun to read because they're like all over the world and all different. It's just such a motley crew. It's great. And that's really always really fun to read. Yeah, it's one of those like silver linings of the pandemic is that everything is globalized like that. Yeah. Like what we love to do is play shows and we couldn't play any shows. And playing like little live streams or doing little events for the people in Discord felt like playing an an intimate show to your friends. We had to release a record in the middle of the pandemic and we couldn't play a show like a, a release show so instead the night the record dropped instead of just being like okay well it dropped we did a listening party on discord where it was just a big basically voice chat or and video chat and just everybody pressed play at the same time and we all listened to the record from beginning to end and then these videos of people started popping up of people kind of dancing and listening to it and it was like, oh my God, we're all here. We're listening to it at the same time it's out. And that on its own was just like an emotional experience. Like people care. It was beautiful. And then after we finished playing through the record, somebody was like, hey guys, we prepared something for you. And then they played a video of all these people kind of describing what their experience was like on the Discord server and thanking us for creating a community for them. And it, w- it was beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. I think in terms of like what impact Discord has on releasing music, a release becomes a community event. There's a whole community of people really excited about a piece of music dropping. So it becomes a weeks long event people are engaged in and looking forward to and discussing. Making sure that there's a community around a release has has amazing effects. It's also just a lot more fun. <laughs> it's just It's just great. <laughs> I would ultimately look at what you're doing on Discord and say it's a success. So I'm wondering, like, in light of that, if you were to give advice to some other band that wanted to increase its digital footprint in a meaningful way, 
particularly through Discord, whether that's with music distribution or just developing those fan bases, what kind of advice could you guys give to another band? I, I think I would really say just engage with people who like your music in whatever form that is, in whatever platform they're on. Like that was something that we've just always been doing from the get go. And it's, and it's, that's naturally led us to discord. We just like talking to people who like our music. And so we just, we just do. And that's brought us to where we are. Yeah. I don't think discord necessarily serves the purpose of growth in terms of like, there's no virality on discord. There's no way to like make a post in discord. And then it just like blows up and you suddenly get like 10,000 new followers or something like that. Right. Like it is a place it's like a very secondary place. Like first people would follow you on like Twitter, Instagram. That's how they would find out about your discord. And then they would go to your discord. So it's like a subset of your fans, you know, like it's really the, the fans who are a lot more want to be more engaged, want to find out more. I think in terms of like, not business advice, like how to grow your band, but in terms of how to make sure that your discord is a success is you have to be open to actually talking to people and making friends. Because it is a place for a community. It's not a place for you to be distant and have some kind of barrier and be like, well, I'm the artist and you're the fan. No, you're you're kind of a lot more equal yeah. in that space than, say, on Instagram where you just make a post and people comment on it. For me, at first, I thought, oh, well, I'm supposed to be guarded. That's how I'm supposed to do it. And then very quickly... I realized that Jacob was not doing that and he was having way more fun than me. <laughs> and then, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll make friends. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, that's when it became great for me. And the timing of it was just amazing because I think during the pandemic, when I was stuck at home with my cat and haven't seen humans for months, um, I needed friends. And, and everybody on that server was like, yeah, I need a community right now. Yeah. And that's what it became, a community for people who needed a community at the moment. Yeah. That's also not new to us, like becoming friends with fans or whatever. Like, I don't want to like downplay the like strategic element of it or whatever. But like, I, I do think a lot of this comes from our natural inclination to, to be that way. And, and I think that's partially why, why it's working out for us. Nick, Michael, Jacob, thank you for taking time to talk to Town Division about your, your use of Discord. This has been great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, anytime. We're so happy. That was KXP's Rodney Nick Ford talking with the Toronto-based band Good Kid. They plan on touring this spring, and they'll be turning to fans and Discord for help. This is Sound and Vision. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.